tell me if you've ever had this happen before, Andrew. This right here, your soft palate, that is supposed to close up this space when you like yeah. when you blow really hard, when you suck on something, when you swallow, right? So yes. that stuff going down doesn't come up. I think I know what you're I think I know where you're going with this. You ever blow that out, man? Like it happens to me when I have, am yeah. out of practice and then I've got a gig coming up or something. So I play a lot or in like competition season, I'm like doing a lot of reps, you know, like I'll be playing and playing and playing. And suddenly this thing, it, there's got to be a good name for it. Like the, the Piper piggy or something, because you'll be playing and suddenly you're just like reverse snorting involuntarily when yeah. you blow in, you know what I mean? Yes. I've never, I've never had any, uh, I've never had any severe, like maybe once or twice has happened to me just kind of on a weird whim, Yeah. but, uh, I've never had a severe issue with it, but I definitely know pipers who have, mm. it's like a thing, right? Yeah. So it's the, a thing, yeah. So it's the, uh, the pathway for like, cause people will be listening to this later. So right. I'm just sort of like, yeah, the way I would explain it is, yeah. is the, the, the pathway from your throat to your nose, right? Like it loses the seal. Yeah. And it's like super uncomfortable. It's like Very when you, um, it's like when you accidentally sneeze when you're drinking ginger ale. Totally. Yeah. It, it's, it's got a little spicy quality to it. That's absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's super, super uncomfortable and it definitely, um, can happen to pipers. So you want to know how to avoid this? Yeah, that, I, I think so. You know, like, honestly, as I was setting it up, I was in part, I was like, is it only me? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll bring this up and Andrew will be like, that's just yeah. you, James. Sorry, man. <laughs> So it's not only you, however, uh, and I'm not a medical doctor and I don't <laughs> know any, yeah. And I don't know any, like, I don't know any absolutely for sure. I don't know absolutely for sure that this will solve the problem. However, the first place my mind goes when, when, uh, you mentioned that is just, uh, your bagpipe's not set up right. It's set, mm. you know, it, your bagpipe is set up to be too difficult to, to blow and maybe it is not too difficult right at this moment, but maybe what you've been doing over the past several weeks has been too much. And so like, you know, the strength has given out, although you would think that uh, the strength would increase over time, but it might just, it could just be overuse and it could, you know what I mean? Like it could yeah. be overplaying. It could be overplaying a bagpipe that's not set up correctly. Mm -hmm. And then the next question is obviously, what do I mean by set up correctly? And then just, I think there's just basically an epidemic of, you know, in the bagpipe world of bagpipes that are too hard. So yeah. we need to set up a bagpipe that's not too hard. That's not taking too much air where the chanterite is not too hard. Um, and, uh, and if, if you do that, I would think the likelihood that that's going to give out on you uh, would decrease. And then the other thing is uh, if it doesn't, it's an indication that we need to try and decrease the overall strength of our instrument further. Mm. Yes, yeah. because I, I'm definitely in that camp where like I hide in the security of a hard bagpipe because you know you know if I'm blowing at 110 percent, then there's not as much wavering in my in my drones and stuff. You know, like the first set of small pipes I got, even though they were bellows blown, because I was in that mode so much, I was like opening even those reeds up even more. You know, like it wasn't hard enough. I wanted to make it harder. You know, um, yeah which I see now that that was never really doing myself any favors, but I've done yeah, it for years a, on end, you know? There's a little bit to be said for that, but we want to be really careful. One of my themes of 2023, we want to be careful not to major in the minors. Right? Ooh, that's uh, so, classy. So it's absolutely true. 
you know, and as, as a matter of fact, when I first joined the SFU pipe band in retrospect, you know, uh, that's what they did mm. because I was a big, I was a big sort of burly strong kid. Right. So they gave me a nice hard read and what that can do if you can manage it, right. Well, if you can manage a hard read that can cover up fundamental problems with the steadiness of your blowing. Yes. Right. And the, and the tonal quality and then therefore, and, and then also therefore the quality of your tuning and, and like, you know, your ability to hear intervals and stuff, it can cover up your deficiencies because you're just, ha- you just have to blow so hard to just keep it going. And those reads tend to be very stable. Like, so even though they're hard, they tend to be very stable and not mm-hmm. move around and pitch a lot, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So that's all true, but that's majoring in the minors. And uh, if you're learning how to do something really, really well, we don't want to cover up the problems that we have, right? We want to just work on the problems that we have and get better yeah. at them, right? Yeah, so you like, actually want to hear not, them so you know where they are, right? Right. It's the, same, it's the same reason we don't want to stick tone enhancers in our pipes as beginners. <laughs> Again, <It's> because, guilty. <laughs> yeah, like we don't want to do that. We want to, we want to learn to get good tone. Yeah. Okay. And by the and then the the fascinating thing about something like a tone enhancer is, by the time you have really good tone, it kind of seems absurd that you would ever want a gadget uh, mm-hmm. to help you because you know good tone is just something that you do naturally. So anyway, uh, going back to hard bagpipe, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. As a beginner or an intermediate or whatever, we don't want a hard bagpipe. We want a bagpipe that's you know basically as easy as reasonably possible. Right. So that we can focus on all of the important things about learning the pipes. Right. And not just focusing on trying to survive. Yeah. Making sense. So like that, that's a big, big, big mistake. A lot of pipers make. There's a, there's a lot of mythology surrounding the, the um, merits of a hard bagpipe as well. Like, yeah. like, a, like it's going to make the, it's going to make your volume louder. Right. Yep. But if you sound crappy, you don't want to be. <laughs> you louder. want to be louder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you sound crappy, you don't want to be louder. Right. Uh, and and uh, and by the way, a, a wonderfully tuned, perfectly controlled bagpipe, even if it's quieter, uh, you know, it has an amplifying, resonating effect. Yeah. Right? Yep. The word piercing uh, even comes to mind, not in a negative way, just like it, it kind of gets there better. Yeah, and it I, re, like for me, resonate, r- resonate comes yeah. to mind so that's that's you know, a bag nicer word that's, for it yeah that's really well controlled and really well set up and the player's not struggling and, ooh, and by the way they're able to play really nice nuanced music mm. because they can actually because they're not like starved for oxygen you know yes when all of those things come together that's like 25 times as enjoyable as just a bagpipe that's loud and sounding okay yeah right yeah so, uh, so anyway, the, that's the nose epiglottis thing. I don't think it is an epiglottis, but we'll just <laughs> let's pretend that's what it's called. The nose epiglottis thing. There is a name is, for it. It's pro- you might be right. That might be exactly what it is. Uh, that that thing is, uh, you know, I, I my gut feeling is it's a s- symptom or a result of not managing the strength of your instrument well. Yeah, that that totally makes sense. Like, as I think of my own experience, like when that happens, it's maybe not necessary. Like, there might be two or three factors that could be the culprits and wheedling yeah. out which one it is. I suspect that that probably the main thing is um, like blowing too hard, basically, mm-hmm. whether that's for yeah. too long, you know, because like because I'm thinking to myself, like, 
maybe I'm out of practice and so I'm a little bit weak, but then it's like, why, why that thing, you know? But then it's like when I'm getting prepared, when I'm getting ready for a competition or, or a performance and like I play too much over, over the course of days, maybe I'm wearing it out. But then even when on stage, if I'm really nervous and I'm blowing harder than I need to, you know, like I'm not relying on my arm as much as I should. Mm -hmm. It happens then sometimes too. Yeah. So, so uh, not to get too gross, but I, I've also, I'm also feeling like it's probably a lubrication issue. So okay. when, when yeah, your on. mouth gets, when your mouth gets really dry, yeah. when you're, when, when that gets really dry, because, which does tend to happen when you're nervous or like you said, sure. on stage. So now there's no, it's like seasoning inside the pipe bag. Now there's no lubrication there. So it's way more likely to kind of give out an air is way more likely to sneak around whatever that, that anatomical feature is called. That, that actually fits so well, Andrew, with this, like my, so my, one of my best friends and best piper I've ever known, um, like uh, what he told me, his like colloquial fix for this, right? Colloquial. I don't know if that's the right word for it. Again, not a medical doctor, right? But what Just he gargling? told me. Not, not gargling. Well, this is like in the moment, right? What he told me, like if, if you're playing a funeral, like he told me this at a gig where he and I were playing together, right? And I was like, dude, it's happening. It's coming through my nose and I can't make it through the next tune, you know? He was like, you have to swallow snot. He's like, don't take a drink mm -hmm. of water right snort up all the snot you can get and swallow it and that's that'll help it close personal, but, but yeah <laughs> yeah all right so there you go that let's um, let's move on i'm tired of talking about snot <laughs> hey everybody andrew douglas here from the piper's dojo and i just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast if you enjoyed what you heard here today it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us if you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening. <laughs>